Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted, otherwise, in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Welcome out to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. I'm Nick Nitro, and with me as always... John. Is John. Oh, there we go, buddy. Good morning. Good good morning, indeed. Yes. Good, good morning. This is for the people that listen to us overseas. That is that is correct. And if you do... You know what? If you do listen overseas, send us an email. GBG... Mm-hmm. Uh, gbgpodcast.com write us or gma- uh, goodbaggeeky at gmail.com or call us 614-364-4088 I mean it might be a pretty expensive long distance call for them though unless they use Skype that's true Skype is a, Skype is your friend for like 20 bucks a month I'm not they don't advertise with us by the way I'm just saying yeah, yeah. that it's a good deal for like 20 bucks I think actually no 20 bucks for the year Yeah, you get a, you get limited long, uh, 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 landline calls so Pretty groovy, everybody. Hizzy his. Um, so it's 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 been a, almost more than a week since our last show, even though it, technically it, it has not been. Hmm. It's almost been more than a week. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying it has. <laughs> like we recorded the show. La, uh, last Saturday, but like it's it like it feels like the we really went by a full week. Like two, we went mm-hmm. to show two days early. Oh, I see. What you mean. I was thinking we did last Monday also. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, that's why it's a little, yeah, because that's the one you were really tired and yeah. I made a nice little reference. God about that. I made a nice little reference to the Big Bang Theory, uh-huh. by the way, um, in the title of last week's episode. Yeah. Sleep kitty meow kitty soft kitty purr. <laughs> anyway, um, my brain is dying on me here. But uh, no, yeah, last week we did like or a week and a half ago on Saturday. So <laughs> that is but, uh, we we a, over a week. And it's not just not a lot of news hit, so to speak, yeah. but some big stuff hit yeah. or callbacks to stuff we discussed last week. Mm-hmm. Where well, whatever episode it was, it it's like wow. So. Um. Yeah, that's really all I. That was my horrible intro into. Very good. Into, thank you. I, I I tried really hard to suck that bad. I mean, it, it's a it's a personal pleasure of mine. <laughs> I wake up every morning and go, how can I suck more? Mm-hmm. She said. Oh, that is what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's that's all I got. All right, let's do some news. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm starting this out, right? Yes, sir, you sure are. Okay, I'm going to read this exactly how it's written. ABC... Er- 
<laughs> okay, the show V is what he's talking about. V? Yes, the show V. Okay. Sorry, I like to... See, that would help because... I didn't put that in there. Yeah, here's I know. what it says. ABC will air four hours of the sci-fi <laughs> drama in November. Any additional episodes won't begin an airing until March. I'm sorry, I, I just... And the show is called what? V. Okay. It's... Believe it or not, I didn't know this. Well, I, well, okay, that's not true. When I was little, there was a show. When we were both little, there was a show yeah. growing up on, on one of the networks called V, and it pretty much is about these aliens that try to do the whole Mars attacks thing, mm-hmm. but not in a comical fashion. They like embed themselves inside, they saying, "We come in peace, we're oh. love." I mean, they're very serious about it. And then you realize, for the past ten years or so, they've been integrating into our culture, mm-hmm. and they're really not. They're really uh, equivalent to alien-like Nazis that want to destroy human race. Gotcha. And you know, take our resources and uh-huh. pretty much politely ass fuck us as a as a as a species. <laughs> Pretty great stuff. So yeah, sorry about that. I didn't. Please let me know if any more like All that. Right. I will. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, I actually saw this. Yes, live, I did. Did you see it too? Not live. I, I I saw it on Hulu. Oh well, I'm sorry. YouTube. I, I saw the cut up version on, on. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, at about. 20 to 1 um, Saturday evening um, during SNL during a sketch called Biker Chick Chat mm-hmm. new cast member Jenny Slate dropped the F-bomb in a sketch called Biker Chat that's you said that twice I know Seth Myers. <laughs> Seth Myers could be seen hugging Slate on stage as Fox closed out the show by introducing you two for a third and final song Fox being Megan Fox yes Megan Fox um, um, that was just very surreal, and I felt yeah. I felt a little bad for her at the end because yeah. While I'm watching it, I'm just like, oh my god! Like she looks like she's terrified. Oh, I'm sure she is. Oh, and that oh, just uh-huh. I I just think it's sort of poetic considering that, that he fired two people and one of the newbies dropped the f bomb on the yeah. first night. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, to be fair though, too. And you'll, you might hear it when you listen to this show. My mind goes on autopilot when I'm yeah. saying something. And so I yeah. won't know I say the wrong thing. In that in that skit, they say frickin'. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Yeah. That, it's like every other word thing. So, I, you know. I would hope they'd be. And also, apparently, the fine, they don't have to find networks if it's after prime time. Yeah, I know. They can, but they don't have to. Right, right. And so that nothing might actually happen with this. I do think she should be sort of penalized in some way because she did. I don't know. Considering don't all know. those, considering all those people, though, for years, it's only happened one other time, really, in 1981. You know, I think there should be at some point a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think she should be fired though. I don't want to go right, that far. Right. I don't want to go that far. Huh? Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Frequent Robert. Frequent Robert. Rod- Jesus. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez film production staples Danny Trejo, soon to be in the new film Machete, was interviewed and released. He uh, is up for doing Predator next. Mm-hmm. Because they were also going to ask him, is Robert Rodriguez going to do uh, Sin City 2? Uh-huh. You know, you can, you know, cause, yeah. Yeah. And he said, no, no, we're doing Predator next. Oh, cool. They didn't say what he is, but should be, uh, I would like to see Danny Trejo. I would consider him to be... Uh, the Jesse uh, Ventura character in the original Predator movie. Okay, okay. Just because he's like a badass. And he yeah, has to yeah. fight. Now, if he is the Arnie character or that, you know, the lead hero, that would also be cool. Because <laughs> Danny Trejo is a guy. That's why, like, it's actually one of the few things I. Uh, well, okay. I like the Spy Kids movies. Yeah. But I hate the kids. 
I no, I swear I watch it for the, the the parents and I watch it for the bad guy. Yeah. Like Steve Buscemi and was it Cy Salone was. Oh yeah. yeah. And like the parents, the grandparents, Ricardo Montalban, rest in peace, and. You know, Elijah Wood's cameo. Just all that weird stuff <laughs> is what I watch the show for. Yeah. Mike Judd from uh, King of the Hill and Beavis and Butthead and all Extract. Yeah. He's he's in there, good friends with him. He's like the... Matter of fact, he's the actual bad guy in the second movie. Oh, really? Yeah, sort of. Huh. That was the... Because... Or maybe it was the first movie. Okay. I don't remember. Alan Cumming. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's all... It's it's hilarious. But... Um, and Danny Trejo plays this big badass dude, Machete. And you're just like, why is he a good guy? <laughs> in this movie. Anyway, I, so I, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is leaving Law & Order CI. He'll say goodbye in the show's two-part season nine premiere, at which time he will pass the baton to Jeff Goldblum. I, you know, I I don't know. I, I don't watch the show don't that often, show, yeah. but uh, a lot of people are pissed off about it, apparently. Yes. Criminal Intent really has been on for nine seasons. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and apparently he's been there for almost, like, like I would say more than three-fourths of it. Chris North huh. was... Yeah, because it was initially Chris North, and yeah. then he left, I think, around season three or four, mm-hmm. and they brought him in. Okay. And then he... Or maybe he was there from the start, but I remember at one point he came in, and apparently, I didn't know this, DeFornio asked for that the show be passed off back and forth between another set of of uh, detectives because that's mm-hmm. when he was having his mental breakdown. Okay. And I didn't know that until I was reading up on, mm-hmm. on that, which I thought that was weirdly interesting. Huh. Uh, the 100th episode of How I Met Your Mother, mother will not only have Mudda. more... Mudda. <laughs> will not only have more clues for the mother, like every episode supposedly has, <laughs> but will be a musical or have musical sequences in them. And for its one star, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, I, you know how, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I love, um, I love Neil Patrick Harris, and I can't wait to see that, I really can't, mm-hmm. but at the same time, every time, every time there's a big something on that show, they say, we're going to release more and fill in the mother. You're fucking lying. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. It pisses <laughs> people off. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm just saying. All right. Uh, Krista Flanagan has joined the cast of ABC's Kelsey Grammer's sitcom Hank. Yes. I have nothing really to add to that. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Morrison is leaving house. It was not where the actress quit, but she is written out for creative reasons. Jennifer Morrison is Cameron on the show, gotcha. if, you, if you ever watch House. Gotcha. And a lot of people have been complaining the last few seasons, even the actors, like... Because what happened was, at the end of the third season, he fired all his three interns, Omar Epps, the Australian guy, Chase, and then Cameron, Jennifer Morrison. And what was supposed to happen was, they were going to keep him in the show, though. That's the thing. They weren't fired from the show. They weren't running out of the show. They were just doing other things. And he started doing the whole American Idol thing with doctor, with interns. Like, he got 40 interns and started, like, testing him out, like, American Idol, and, like, kneeling him down to, like, three more. Mm-hmm. And now they've been on the show for the past season or so, but you have this whole weird, they're still on the show, and they were supposed to come back as a full force, maybe get hired back on his assistants. Okay. And then that just got released, so sort of a bummer for House fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this is for Chuck fans. Emmy winner Armand Asante. Yes. Has been tapped to play a Castro-esque dis- dictator who Casey has unsuccessfully tried to assassinate. 
multiple times. I love that show. I cannot wait. <laughs> I yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, the CW has picked up One Tree Hill for a full 22 episode season. Uh, the network also ordered nine ep- nine additional episodes of Vampire Diaries and six more Melrose Place. Amanda was watching One Tree Hill tonight. She said it sucked because the two lead characters are gone. Are gone. I've well, I've never heard good things about the show anyway. I mean, but I mean, but that that's me though. I I don't. I think it's I'm one also of those not things. a girl. That show is made particularly for girls. Yeah. Vampire Diaries. I think now she just watch it to see what happens. That's it. We'll, we'll, which we'll sort of talk about yeah, later on tonight. Right yeah. Uh, Roman Polanski fights extradition for the crime he faced in 1977 for the charge of unlawful intercourse with a 13-year-old girl. Um, I thought pretty much if you're an adult, all intercourse with a 13-year-old girl is unlawful. Well, the the problem was with this and. I'm I'm on like I I think he should be charged for the crime, mm-hmm. but the problem was the reason why he left the country is because there is evidence of the judge just hitting Polanski, oh. which is bias against the witness. And so he he said no matter what the offer was, no matter that if the client wanted to accept the plea, which she did, wanted to accept the plea, mm-hmm. but behind closed doors, he was going to overrule it and and sentence him to a much worse. Than what the initial crime called for, and and so he realizing that fled the country. Mm-hmm. And there's a documentary called "Wanted and Desire Roman Polanski." Yeah, I've watched it, and they have the tapes and everything, and the the footage and documents where they talk. It. It's because that's the thing. It paints him not. It paints him as as the victim, and it also paints him as the guilty party. Yeah. So I don't say what he did was right at all. As a matter of sure. fact, they interviewed the girl, and she goes, "I think they should drop it." Because it's, I think he should be charged in some way, but I mean, he probably is dealing with that on his own accord. I don't need to do anything with that. Right, right. But I, I don't know. I'm sort of torn with that matter because I'm with the people that say it's he should be charged, but I'm also with the people saying that I do think they should move it to a different court and not based in L.A. Yeah. Because for for so long that town has the judges and everything, but they're going to over. They'll probably if they do get to extradite him there to L.A., it he'll he'll be guilty. And yeah, it'll be much worse than it should have been. Huh. I don't know. Personally, I thought he should have just fought it all the way and just dealt with it, and he would have been fine. But yeah. I don't know. He, but again, though, he wouldn't have given us the piano and these other films. So I don't know. It's a yeah. weird situation. Yeah. Um, Dollhouse's season two premiere was an all new low, down forty one percent from the show's season premiere. Yeah, which I thought was sad because it, it was a great show. Mm. It was great. Um, we have the first casualty of the fall season. Thank After God. two episodes, the CW has canceled Ashton Kutcher's scripted drama, The, the Beautiful, Beautiful Life. Life. I never even knew he had a show. Well, he's actually a lot. He's been putting a lot of shows that's been making it to air, but they don't last. Like last year was the Judy Greer one, Mismatch, or Miss. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. It was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> Jimmy loved it, but I, I just, I, I mean, yeah. I watched it. Uh, just because I wanted to see what was going to happen with it, and sure. yeah, it didn't do it for me. Mm. Uh, last one for me. Um, Conan apparently was doing a sketch last Friday, I think it was, mm-hmm. and uh, he fell and hit his head. Um, audience thought it was a joke, started laughing, and then the medics came out. Then they realized that it was, you know, he hurt himself. Yeah, I'm sure he'll probably make call to that fact too. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. 
And um, which I, which yeah, that he'll be, be back fun. tonight. By yeah. the way, which we're recording this tonight, so he'll probably start in the next thirty minutes or so. Yeah. So um, and, if you're uh, watching the East Coast, it should be funny. I would, I'd like to see. I'm sure. I'm sure you can be able to find online or something. Oh I'm yeah. Talking about showing clips, and I mentioned to you. I wonder if he'll make a reference between him and uh, Tim Tebow. Oh yeah. The Florida uh, Florida Gators star quarterback who. Got hit pretty hard and uh, fell in his head on a player's kneecap as he was going God, down to the ground. Every time you say that, you say it like that, and then it, I, it makes yeah. it even worse in my mind. Yeah, it, it freaks me out. But um, he had a concussion too, and yeah, same time about has Conan's. Oh man, he'll compare himself to an athlete. That'd be funny. I'd like to see him do some kind of joke with that. Oh. Alright, well that's that's it for me. What do you got? Well I have uh Michael Jackson's movie This Is It. Uh-huh. Um resorted in uh resulted in record breaking sales throughout the world. Um fans are trying to get tickets to this thing and they've sold out in a lot of places like New York, LA, Nashville, San Francisco, Houston, etc. And also exhibitors from London, Sydney, Bangkok, Tokyo, and other uh international countries are also experiencing the same thing. Which is funny because Part of me looked like it one of those things where people might look at it as a flash in a pan and they're trying to make money thing. But a lot of people, like Nikki Finn, who think Finky, or well, I don't know how to say her name. Oh. Anyway, she's a big Hollywood person. Um, she said people are seeing the movie and are going like, I hate Michael Jackson, but this is just riveting. This is a riveting film. Like This yeah. deserves any money it makes from it because it's, 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 Sony was smart to buy it. Yeah. So that should be... Pretty interesting, and I, I imagine because I mean, I imagine all the focus is on him putting on a concert, basically, right? Yeah, it's behind the scenes, everything. And so you, get you know, then you get to see him be musical, and you really don't get to see that too much. You, you really don't. You just see the uh, if you go to his concert, you see the end result. You don't get yeah. to see. But I mean, even you know, any behind the scenes stuff that we see, we see you know his personal life and all that stuff. Where this is basically all the creative. Yeah. The stuff that he goes through going through putting on a concert. Well, that's the other thing, too. Usually, I mean, when he was alive, he would choose what you got to see. Yeah. This is the documentary crew without Michael's input, sure. without probably his family's input. Yeah. I'm going to guesstimate. I, I would I would say that's what... So it's a very realistic of seeing the man, the genius behind the music, mm-hmm. which to me, I'm very psyched about, but... Oh, and you know, I like to announce this too. For those who don't know, this 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 weekend, along with that movie opening, the Toy Story double feature in 3D is coming out. Just thought I'd share. Apparently, they have a special intermission film based for those who can sit through the credit. Uh, you know, the, the between the films. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I I'm sort of sort of psyched about. I will admit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, last bit of this stuff is pretty much all very geeky and nerdy stuff about the Hollywood stuff that we discuss sometimes here. But um, a, a company called the Halicon Holding Group, which owns the Terminator franchise, apparently it filed Chapter 11 protection last month. They hired some advisor company to evaluate uh, the alternatives strategically that they have to keep it afloat. And Halicron is in dispute with uh, Passif... How, how would you say that? Passifort? Passifori? Pacificor? Pacificor. The Santa Barbara base. It's a hedge fund uh, that financed Halicon's Pacificor. Pacificor. That's right. That, there we go. See, I was saying, like, that just, I don't know. I'm not, I wasn't saying it right. Pacificor, apparently, they're, uh, they're being sued um, 
or they're disputing it because they funded Halicron's purchase of the Terminator franchise and the advising company is working with Halicron's management and the council that handles their bankruptcy to verify you know, their assets, which being the Terminator film, which the point of that is is that there might not be a new Terminator film for a very long time. Mm-hmm. That's what the, that's what the holdup in that is. Huh. And um, and I don't know why it's not on the same page there, but um, in the same vein, uh, <coughs> MGM apparently last week had a uh, a, a call for, with um, with their with their investors, and they pretty much said they need 150 million dollars. Um, or they need $20 million in short-term cash flow to cover overhead and an additional $150 million to get through the end of the year to continue funding its projects. Some of these projects, you're probably going, well, who cares? But the, these products are like The Hobbit and pretty much any other James Bond movie. If MGM goes under and they cannot keep these franchises... They're going to go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. That is a huge because that's because the thing is is that if a studio like that can't put out a hit besides those two, it'll keep them going for a little bit longer, but not too much. MGM has to make some. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah I feel bad for him in some way, but at the same time, I'm not really joining the, the James Bond franchise right now, so I could really. Yeah, I could care less. But um, the one that that I find to be really interesting is we sort of talked about this last week and more info is coming up about this but last week the head of uh, Walt Disney's film studios ABC Films the Disney uh, film division Dick Cook set, resigned or stepped down and mm-hmm. it's affecting everybody in Hollywood because everyone liked Dick a lot I know um, there was an article that said uh, Stephen worshipped Dick is uh-huh. what the phrase was but pretty much it's true people made deals with Dick Cook because they like him, they find him trustworthy, whatever. Sure. That means the new Pirates of the Caribbean film, there is now serious word that, and I put the quotes in there in case you wanted to read from it, but pretty much Depp said that, you know, he's a very trustworthy guy. As a matter of fact, the, 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 the idea of being the Pirates Caribou, uh, Caribbean films came from Dick Cook saying, you know what, instead of doing an animated film, won't you do something this over here? And he's loved it ever since. The problem is he doesn't feel comfortable now if Dick Cook's not in charge of the studio. Mm-hmm. And then Steven Spielberg did that other big deal where all the most of the DreamWorks films at certain points are being going through Disney's distribution system. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg now feels uncomfortable and, and wishes he never made the deal. Yeah. And so it's really messing up a lot of things for franchises and stuff that Disney's really counting for. Uh, and apparently, a lot of people say that he resigned to his own will, and there's other reports that are saying that he's going around town saying he got fired. And then the, the truth of the matter is is that Bob Iger said, you need to do this this way, and he said no. Instead of arguing with it, he just stepped down. Yeah. Because he knew if he died, he was going to get fired. Huh. So, but yeah, apparently that's affecting a lot of different things, and it's also affecting some of the other franchises that are trying to be built, like uh, the new Prince of Persia movie. Okay. It's also it's by the same guys, the guys who wrote the scripts for the Pirates movies. It's produced by Bruckheimer, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's done by Disney. Sure. Now that production company is they're getting a little iffy too. So it's sort of screwed the Disney sort of let the pooch got screwed there and everyone liked the guy. Like Yeah. Everyone's sort of pissed off. So that might affect a lot of things. Huh. So um Yeah. Do you wanna just push on through? 
I don't care. Let's let's push on through. Why All not? Right. All right. So, um, I, I I asked this this weekend just because mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody. Do you want to do this first? Do you want to do any reviews or anything? Oh, good point. Good point, sir. Sorry. Good man. Good man. Review. I really don't have much. Actually, hand me the book. I'll review that real quick. Okay. Because I'm a whore for Craig Ferguson. I, I don't care what you say. But I bought this at Target, 30% off in some locations still. Check it out. It's very cool. Him wearing kilt. But it's American Home Pur- Purpose by Craig Ferguson. And it's. I, I think it's hilarious. But yeah. I'm going to read you. A, I'm going to preview the book like he does on his show when, when he has authors, authors on. <laughs> I'm going to read a bit from his show, and, it, and I'll set it up a little bit because I don't want to read all of it. But pretty much, he's talking about how his family operates. Mm-hmm. And when he was a little uh, little kid, uh, it was rumored that he had an eye issue. And and I'll start from, from, this is what the quote is. This is viewed as an amusing antidote in my family. It is a miracle that I am not locked... I'm not in a locked ward eating spiders and yelling ob- obscenities at my testicles. <laughs> Just weird phrasing like that. Yeah. But he's yeah. also very to the point. Uh-huh. Like he doesn't really relive conversations too much. Like in some biographies, like they relive exact conversations and. Sure. Yeah, like it's it's more like general, just someone telling you a story, without the dialogue of the story. They're just getting yeah. to the point. And and some of the stuff that you want him to talk about, he doesn't talk about, or he glances over. It. Like I would love to hear more on his thoughts on the Drew Carey show. Mm-hmm. But um, like he doesn't like it. He doesn't. He didn't like the Drew Carey show. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's a uh, John's going to borrow. It, but I, I I really I enjoyed the book. I read it in a day. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a very easy read, and it's worth. I think it's worth the money to buy. And also, the thing that helps too is the last week or week and a half, he's had the celebrity guests he's had on the show read excerpts from it, and it's always the weird stuff where he's like tripping on acid or something that he's re- <laughs> recounting. And let me put it this way: he has a bad experience with killer ducks. Yeah. And I think Reba McIntyre read that one, and, it, and I think yeah, it, it was Betty White read one. Okay, Dame Edna. It was it's crazy, That's but fine. It, it is actually really good. So okay, I'll have to let you know when I yes sir yes sir it. yeah it's it's pretty it'll good. Be, read. It'll be just like lost. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope I hope it's enjoyed like lost, yeah. just not like two <laughs> years later. Oh hey, here's your Craig Ferguson book back. Oh, it's cool, man. I bought another. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that has not happened to me yet, thank God, with anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they actually stole it, which some people have. And I want my goddamn DVDs back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little... Well, come on, man. Like, you know, I let somebody borrow a DVD. And I know you have it for a few months. But freaking give it back to me. Don't, like, sit there and say, oh, I never got that from you. <laughs> yeah, I did. I gave it to you. It's right there on your DVD shelf. You didn't buy that. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I'm a little funny. angry. <laughs> Pent up anger and frustration. Oh. You got any other reviews? Oh, God. What? We talked about Glee earlier before the show. Glee was awesome. Glee, Glee was, was great. Glee was if you aren't watching it, you should watch it. We can't talk enough about that show. Yeah. I saw a comparison between it's a mixture of... It's like if Freaks and Geeks and High School Musical had a baby. <laughs> okay, John. That's let's, what I, John, that's hold what on, John. No, no, John. That's why I read. Let's dissect that comment. Uh-huh. I don't care if you said it was someone you uh, read it was that. Someone, I, it wasn't my saying. That okay, because I would like to seriously know. Please say you have not watched High School Musical. No, I haven't. Oh, 
Oh, okay, good, good. Thank you, God. I'm meaning the. Oh, I you know you know you know the gist of High School Musical, like in the middle of. Oh yeah, no, I yeah, they I, break into musical numbers. Yeah, but that's what the High School it, Musical. It's part crap. Has to it's crap. Yeah, though, that's, sure. Well, okay, fine then. Grease, shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're in high school and they break into song in the middle of their things. Thank you. That's all I, I had to say. That, okay, that's that's so much better than fucking <laughs> High School Musical. <laughs> I tried to be current. You try to be hip. Yeah, hip and current. Oh, I know what I could review because uh, I didn't. Go ahead. Bored to death. The new it's the it, Zach Galifianakis from uh, The Hangover. Okay. Uh, played the fat guy with the beard. He's in it, and Jason Schwartzman from Phantom Planet and uh, Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, it's so it's sort of surreal. It's about a guy. It's written, the show's created by a guy named Jonathan Ames, mm-hmm. who's also a writer, and it's about mm-hmm. Jason Schwartzman who plays Jonathan Ames, whose girlfriend breaks up with him, and so one day he gets bored, and on the on Craigslist he posts an ad to be a private investigator. There's no rhyme or reason for why he does it. <laughs> I I think you're under the impression because his girlfriend takes everything and he pretty much only has like a a, a, a cot to sleep on, yeah. some picture frames and like books, all of them detective novels. He looks at the detective novel and he just goes, huh, and he just starts, creates an ad and he just goes, I am not a licensed detective. I'm not official, but I will help you solve your crime. Yeah. And the first week was, it was, it was an interesting setup. It was okay. The second week though, this week. Was hilarious. It uh, Ted Danson's in it. He's the main cast member. So is Zach Gilfanakis. Uh-huh. What channels? This is HBO. Okay. Oh, if if you want, sir, I can. Uh, we can on demand. It's only like a half hour. It's it's pretty good. Um, well, sort of. You might have to get past the first episode first. Yeah. I will admit. But the second episode was. It, it, he gets a call from Kristen Wiig, and she's like, "Once you follow my boyfriend, and you're like, oh, okay, whatever. It's his whatever." Well, Zach Galifianakis meets him, and he goes, my wife wants me, or my fiancé wants me to get a, a, a colonic done. And, uh, I, you know, I don't like, my ass is a very sacred region to me, and I, I don't feel comfortable going in there mm-hmm. by myself. Will you go with me? And Jason Schwartzman's like, yeah, sure, I'll go with you. So he goes in there, and this black guy comes out, and he looks at both of them, and he goes, oh, hello, Mr. Da-da-da, is this your partner? And... I will admit, Jason Swarthman looks a little weak and girly-like, so he's just like... Zach looks at him like, no. No, he is not. Uh-huh. Right, right, of course, of course. And you, what are you here for today? The colonic. Is this your first colonic? And he looks again at Jason Swarthman, and he smiles, and he's like, no. This is my first one. I'm freaking out about it. And he's like... Uh-huh. And so he goes, don't worry, little man. And he, like, caresses Zach's beard and goes... We shall give you a colonic and we shall find all your treasures. Wow. <laughs> and and he just like looks at Jason Schwartzman and then afterwards they're on the, the subway train home mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh, oh God, I hate that bitch. I hate that bitch for making me get I, I don't I think I'm going to shit myself. I need a toilet so bad. I think it did more harm than good. Yeah. And and Jason Schwartzman is like just starts going off and was like, I think I should get a colonic done. I think it'd be good. I think with my next case, if I get the hundred dollars from Kristen Wiig, I think I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a colonic. All this, he gets a call from Ted Danson, who Ted Danson's like a rich corporate guy, uh-huh. who he calls for the one thing that his girlfriend broke up with him about was smoking marijuana and drinking too much. Okay, that's apparently all he does and right. And so Ted Danson though goes, "You have weed? I need weed, please." So when he gets there though, he has a huge, he has herpes on his lip. <laughs> and and he's like, oh Jesus, what happened to your lip? He's like, well, 
you saw me earlier this morning, which he did in the episode. It's sort of insignificant at the time. He's like, you saw me earlier today. I looked great, didn't I? Yeah, you looked fine. And he's like, all you did is you came over. I gave you your writing assignment. I took some dope. We smoked it together. Smoked some some Mary Jane. I went a massage. I went to a massage therapist, and and after that was done, an hour later, this popped up. And I don't know what's wrong. Like, yeah. And he's like, I was feeling good about life. I was celebrating the joy and beauty of life and women. And 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 you're and you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then he just goes, I want you to punch me. And Jason Square's like, okay, I'll punch you, because he apparently he has to speak in an hour and he doesn't want to look like, oh, the guy has herpes. He got punched in the fight or something. Okay. <laughs> I know this is horribly bizarre. So Jason Schwartzman's about ready to punch him, and he just goes, "Wait, can I get herpes on my hand if someone if it's already there on your lip? I don't know if I want to do this or not." Yeah. So he goes, "Okay, fine." So he gives him some yellow made gloves, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he punches him, and like like a reflex, he kicks him in the balls. <laughs> and he sits there on pain for a moment. He's like, "Oh Jesus, I'm sorry. I had Viet Cong training back when I was in the army. That must have been that shit must have been fucking reflex." <laughs> and, and and after a while, the Forsman finally just goes, "I think you, just I think you crushed one of my balls." <laughs> I, I thought I thought the show was hilarious. Yeah, I cannot yeah. talk. And the thing is, it's it's like I don't know what HBO's problem is. They've been doing a lot of shows that have just been out there, quirky, weird. Mm-hmm. And I do like Jason Schwartzman a lot. To enough that I give it a shot. And the first episode was okay. Enough that I watched the second one, and the second one killed me. I was I was rolling down with some laughter and some of this stuff. Like, and the black and when he goes to get into the clinic at the end, <laughs> wow, that black guy is creepy. Uh-huh. And he's like, "We'll find all your treasures." <sighs> so, I was I I thought yeah I thought that was great. Um, beyond that, everything though for the most part was sort of this. I mean, it it's I I I'm really pretty much watched. Oh, new shows that premiered this week. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Modern Family or Cougar Town? No, I I actually wanted to, just because, you know, I figured we'd talk about it, but I, I didn't have a chance to watch it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll mention, I thought Modern Family, if you watch the clips by themselves, they're hilarious. Yeah. But when you watch the full episode together, it came off a little too, like, they're trying too hard. But, but at the same time, it was still very funny. Mm-hmm. Um... And Cougar Town, I thought, was great, and I have no... I, my only complaint was, is the blonde girl that they have as the friend, the young, hip friend, I just... I don't like her. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was good. I don't think... I don't like how they're writing the role for her, or it's just that she doesn't fit in the role well to me. Yeah. Because I cared more about everything else going on except for when she was in the scene. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, pretty much she runs a... Was it Courtney Cox runs a, a realtor? business okay and she's like all the other relatives are, are cougars you know they go to the cougar bars and sure. you know fuck young guys and everything like that right and Courtney Cox is like I don't want to be that person that I make fun of all the time I don't want to be that girl yeah and you're like well you can understand that but so they, they show both sides it's not like you know go cougars go it's it's more this woman doesn't just wants to be happy mm-hmm. and not just use men for sex like the term cougar does apply to and also, the high school mascot is a cougar. That's the other sort of... It's like a cougar... It is like the cougar town. Okay. It's, so it's sort of like a double... I, I liked it anyway. Because yeah. Bill Lawrence has said that before, too. He likes doing stuff like that. Like, yeah. He likes using the term cougar town in the in the, in the the pilot episode. Like Scrubs. Sure. Dr. Kelso blows up at Zach Braff. You're nothing but a large pair of scrubs to me. 
same kind of deal. Gotcha. And I enjoyed it, but anytime with Busey Phillips, I and the thing is, I've seen her in like was it uh, Maid of Honor, and a few other movies, mm-hmm. and I thought she was great. But just something she didn't, she, she just seemed off. I don't mm-hmm. know what it was. I, hmm. So and pretty much, oh, and Krista Miller, his wife. I, anytime she was on the screen, it was hilarious. Yeah, and you get a a real sense of marriage between the two because it's Ian Gomez, her, the old co-star from the Drew Carey show. Okay, remember the one that got pretty much shit canned every episode, but then yeah. got hired back. Yeah, yeah. He plays her husband, mm-hmm. and at one point she's like, "Listen, I'm really sorry I can't talk, but I promised my husband sex tonight, and uh, you know I, I have to honor it." And at the same time, Ian Gomez comes in with like shorts and white beer. He's like, "Hey, you ready?" But it just—it looks—it's so funny. And yeah. he's like, "Ooh, I gotta go. That's turning me on." Like, <laughs> he's like, "I know. To the bed." <laughs> so I, I thought it was funny. I—I—that was my only complaint, though. Busey Phillips just. It just did not work for me. And I mm-hmm. hope that it gets better, but that actually might stop me from watching the show. And that's not nothing against the writing or anything else, I, right, at least I can tell. Yeah. It's just something about her doesn't work well in the role for me. Huh. But um, I, I thought it was good. I would give both shows a, a chance watching if you get a chance. Sure. But um, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. So beyond that, though, I didn't really... Everything else was still pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. I downloaded the Showtime versions of Dexter. Oh, I did watch Dexter for the first time, did like it? in a while. Where I, because I just want to see John Lithgow. Did you watch? So you watched the new one? No, oh, this I started one. from the beginning. Oh, oh, I saw the first season on CBS. Yeah, cut but um, yeah, so it's all edited and everything. But now I'm watching them like completely unedited, or you know, show Showtime version. But um. I, I I'm like halfway the first season, just cause they're like hour long episodes. But oh yeah, they're they're great. I mean, yeah. from what I heard, I love the show. It's really good. I, I, I he's just like, watching him last night on the fourth season was creepy. Just, oh. just which is how, how he handles some of the stuff. But I heard the earlier seasons are a lot more creepier. Because you're talking Michael C. Hall or yeah, Dexter himself. Yeah, yeah. Just because you get a sense that there's the dark passenger, and yeah. then there's him, uh-huh. and then there's his dad training him but he's a lot more cold yeah yeah because he 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 is separated from the rest of the world mm-hmm. like this, yeah and this one he's starting to blend in a lot better now than yeah but yeah oh it, it was show. it was really good mm-hmm. um i didn't want to see john lithgow's ass i will say that yeah hmm. but yeah i i love dexter I thought it was pretty cool makes me now want to watch the season from the beginning and yeah oh did you? Uh, no, I. I uh, you don't like Psych, but they had the boys the men thing. Oh yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, they had boys the men do the theme song and Jolly Jolly White Urkel and then uh, Keenan Thompson from SNL and you mm-hmm. know, all that. They played the other part of this barbershop <laughs> group, uh, acapella group called the Black Acapellas. Oh god. Yeah, and and Sean is just like every time they start singing, they put away their differences for like one second. Uh-huh. That Sean is just like. In, Encapsulated by what's going on, and so he wants to. He's like, dude, I have always wanted to sing in an acapella <laughs> group, and and so apparently that's the key to cracking the puzzle because this guy is a programmer and he hides a video of something bad going down, mm-hmm. and there's a four part uh, encryption, and they can't find the pattern. Well, it's a musical pattern, and it's and the email was that it was sent into is called "It's so hard to say goodbye," 
And so they had to do a four-part harmony to It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. That's funny. Oh, it, I, I, I was cool. I... Underrated. Say goodbye to yesterday. That's funny. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that was a good show. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. If they could just do that the rest of the year, I would be super. <laughs> but, um... But you know what show I did watch, though? And this will get to our topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything else you want to review? No. Okay. Well, I've watched Monk. Okay. Now, I've always said this about Monk. Yeah, yeah. You see, he knows exactly where I'm going now. Yeah. This has been my complaint about the show. I-, I love Monk dearly, but I don't care about what's going I just watch it because it's habit. And this is the last season, so yeah. they promised us... That they will resolve everything, and I'm praying to Jesus God in heaven that they do. Uh-huh. But that's really right now the only reason why I'm watching the show. So technically, I am on autopilot. Yeah. And this is something I've discussed earlier on Facebook. So we haven't really got any responses or anything back to that yet. But mm-hmm. what shows do you watch on autopilot? All right. Um, I, I mentioned this earlier, and it's it's hit or miss. Yes. Um. Is uh, The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's 20th season, so I mean... Yeah. You know, they're definitely going to be doing some storylines. There's some cracks in, 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 the, yeah. in the system. Sure. Yeah. sure. I mean, there was some, there's good episodes still every now and then. Yeah. This past... Yeah. We, you, past one was pretty good. You, yeah, the one you were telling me was surprisingly... It was on yesterday. Yeah. Um, Simpsons and Family Guy were good yesterday. Cleveland, yes. not that great. Yeah, I, I I heard the Family Guy. American was. Dad was actually pretty good. I don't even watch that show. And you just happened to watch and it. And they showed a preview for it. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> His son, I'll just do the gist of the show. His son is supposed to sing the national anthem. Yeah. At something. And the da- dad, I can't even think of his name. Yeah. But his dad, you know, American Dad, real patriotic says, you can't sing the national anthem and have it mean anything to you unless you have been through war. Because it's written for our men at war and stuff like that. But yeah. So he says, well, I can't take you to war, but I can take you to a reenactment. <laughs> and it's at this, like, golf course, and it's a reenactment. It's not like a Civil War reenactment. It's like a reenactment of the Vietnam War. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> And oh, uh, it's just funny. It has like guys driving around in golf carts, <laughs> golf carts like making helicopter noises and stuff. <laughs> and uh, you know, shooting they shoot like paintball guns at each other. But you know, he does that, and then he starts having Vietnam flashbacks. The kid does <laughs> Vietnam reenactment flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was funny. But um, getting back, what we were talking about. Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Well, no, I, I, I can't really think of any other show that I watched that is kind of like that, though. Uh, some people really feel some of the serial shows are a lot like that. Um, like Lost, for some people, is yeah. like that now. Um, but we got a response from uh, Fancy Fembot. Uh, she said that Dollhouse, for her, mm-hmm. was like that. And I sort of felt the same way, too, mm-hmm. until I saw the the unaired episode, and then I was like, holy shit, I want to watch the rest of the show. Because that's the thing about Joss Whedon, if you think it's going to suck, it ends up usually being pretty badass. Like, yeah. everything he's done has pretty much come out mm-hmm. that way, which we talked about, too, yeah. off the air. Um, 
I didn't like Firefly, but I loved Serenity, which was that was the end game, so to speak. Yeah. And then uh, Doctor Horrible didn't look good to me, and then I, I really did not. Jimmy, really? Thought, no, yeah, I don't know if you remember. I did not. I thought it was a flash, and it wasn't going to work. Really? I thought it was stupid. I love Neil Patrick Harris. Oh yeah, but it's, it's stupid. Yeah. What's Jaws doing? And Jimmy's like, no, I think it's going to be cool. And then I saw a preview of the song, and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> Amanda still hasn't watched Doctor Horrible yet, and I need, keep trying to get yes. her to watch it, and she just uh, she just won't sit down and watch it for some reason. Not that she doesn't want to, she just feels like she doesn't have enough time to do it or something. But we were watching the Emmys, and the Neil Patrick Harris thing came up. And good, 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 man. And uh, <laughs> I just forgot about that. And she started laughing about it. She's like, "Wow, this is really funny." And uh, I was like, yeah, you need to watch freaking Dr. Horrible because it's good songs and and it's funny and everything. She's like, yeah, we'll sit down and watch it sometime. <laughs> and so, Wait, we were talking about the Emmys. Yes, yes. Which, those of you know that we had a bet going on. Yes, we have a bet going on. And we didn't come up, I, I, I will admit, I just came up with something because we didn't think uh-huh. of anything yet. Yeah. It's not that great of a, of a yeah. bet. But um, it's pretty much John has to play an online game, probably Call of Duty or something, and speak in a girl's voice, and he yeah. has to keep talking and yeah. trash talk or something. Yeah, pretty much you 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 apply to Gabriel uh, something or others uh, internet dickwad theory. You got to uh-huh. apply that. Yeah. Which if you don't know what that is, I will show you before we do it, um, and I'll show them, and we'll do a video uh-huh. of it too, and we'll post it on YouTube and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But pretty much it was a pretty intense game. <laughs> And I'm not seeing how we sucked it up as far well, as picks. Oh, okay. Man, I was watching. I was like, Jesus, none of us got these right. I'm yeah. I'm watching that too. And like, I, I I'd be oh. Amanda just, sitting next to me. She's like, Who'd you guys pick? And I told her, I was like, She's like, Why didn't you just ask me? I could have told you who's gonna win. See, <laughs> no girlfriends or I'm sorry, wives allowed. Yeah, let's not get into that. Yes. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, unless Amanda wanted to participate in the bet. Oh, no. But then when she <laughs> loses, then, oh, no, she wasn't in the bet. I'll, you know, and she loses and you're upset because, or you'll be like, okay, now what's Amanda going to do? I'm going to be like, no, Amanda wasn't really in the bet for real. That was just a, that was just. That was just just something that we were talking about. I'm like, what the hell, Jimmy? <laughs> Some unresolved issues. Nice, nice. No, I, I, okay, but I, I agreed with you a little on that one. I mean, <laughs> if you did listen back to it, it, it's not there, sadly. I, because I remember I did try. Okay, see, maybe we talked about it off air or something. But we, I, I don't know. But the thing that's really funny about the, all this is, is the way the show used to operate when Jimmy was here. <laughs> is Jimmy used to come in? He pretty much ran the show. Uh-huh. I mean, I did all the editing, but Jimmy ran the show. And it didn't always used to be that way. It used to be like a joint thing. But then Jimmy just kept doing it, and uh-huh. I just stopped caring about it. And then, uh, blah blah blah. Long story short, too late. Um, this the Emmy thing happened. Jimmy was doing the list and everything, and we did bring it up in casual conversation, but we never specialized that she was going to officially do it. She's just saying because she filled one out, didn't she? She filled one out just to just for Jimmy's sake. We do have yeah, that's the thing. I but, guess, but what would happen, I remember her him being like, "Guy picked this," and oh yeah, Morgan picked that too. Yeah, when we were yeah, see it, it's really bizarre and weird. 
It's all right. It was in the past. Don't worry about it. Well, well no, I know. But the, the funny thing is, is that this is how this is how this is how sad and pathetic things were between me and Jimmy at the time. And Jimmy just thought it was whatever. Like I don't know what he thought it was, but I'm, it was probably frustrating to him. But if Jimmy would say something, I would pull audio out from the previous week before to just to say, you know what, you're wrong. Fuck you. Because he pissed me off, and vice versa. That's what I'm saying. We were, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love Jimmy dearly. Though. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, the funny thing is, is that I did try getting audio of that one time because yeah. we were both art. I was, I was on your side, yeah. and then I listened to the audio, and every time we brought it up, and I'm it like, wasn't there. I was still trying. Yeah, it, it wasn't there. It wasn't there, and I really tried I to... I swear there was talk about it, though. There was talk, but we talked about the episode after, because... Guess, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't... And he yeah. said, no, no, she's not... A- yeah, it sucked, dude. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I, I, I was with you on that. It's I was all like, right. Yeah, you're so right. Like, I lost, what, like seven to eight or something? Yeah, you lost seven to eight, and... Okay, right off the bat, John got uh, Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, for the best series. Yeah. You, we both got the award for Lost. Now, this is the first point that I got in the system, which was Foster School for Imaginary Monsters, or whatever that is. And we called that. That would be the wild card. And then we had three more wild cards, if you listen to the episode. Yeah. And uh, one of them was the House of Saddam. Mm-hmm. And the other one was the uh, uh, Intervention one. Yeah. And they were... Or, or no, yeah. I'm sorry. That was the other one. Was the intervention one, and the other one wasn't pushing daisies. It was there was only two shows, kind of like the Foster's Imaginary thing, and we both put the, put the opposite yeah. of what the other one won. And that it was that little door and uh, yeah, and you won else. little door. Yeah, bit. I won little door. And then I won the Fosters, and you picked yeah, the other yeah, one. Yeah. That was so fucked up. And then we both got uh, Michael J. Fox. You picked Tina Fey, and I didn't think Tina Fey yeah. was going to win. Um, Amazing Race, Intervention. We both got Justin yeah. Timberlake, but for different versions of the award. Yeah. Um, and then Pushing Daisies was... And we both got Dr. Horrible, which, good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I ended up winning 8-7. to seven. It was just so... I mean... And John was kicking my ass, though. When I'm listening to the podcast, yeah. I'm looking at the Emmy results. You were win- you were crushing me. Uh-huh. You were crushing me until uh, I think I, the only, I think the first one I actually scored with was Pushing Daisies yeah or Foster's then Pushing Daisies because I was listening to the show and then going back on the list mm-hmm. and as a matter of fact yeah. when I'm watching I was like did I vote for Kristen Chenoweth with? I don't remember some of those weren't on the show right some of the ones that we picked the only ones that weren't on the show were uh, the what's it called which I'm gonna I'm gonna clear it out a little bit more next time mm-hmm. um which was the just one of the Justin Timberlakes wasn't in the show. Uh-huh. The other one was, and then the other one was the uh, the one for the best animation show. Okay, but yeah, there that's pretty. The, all the other ones, their intervention. Oh in, no, yeah, intervention and Amazing Race were both there because they're both yeah live shows. So, but that's that's the bet John has to do. He has to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless you can come up with something better, but if you want to come up with something better, by all means, please. Yeah. Man, we're not. We don't have any. We don't have any live people. Not even one person stopped in tonight. I don't know. I feel. I feel like I. I don't know. Like, do I have acne? Do I sound geekier than normal tonight? I. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, we'll we'll probably do that. Record yeah. it next week and post it next week. But um, yeah. 
All right, well, if you, uh, I guess that's it. Oh, if you want to get a hold of us, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I totally forgot about you know plugging normal stuff. Oh God, it's it it it's good to forget things. Mm-hmm. It just you know what it is. It's weird that it's at the end of the show or right before the yeah. It's weird, and we're not used to it. Because we normally do it at the beginning. Uh, do we should we move it back? Huh? Should we move it back? I wonder if we should. I don't know. Because the well, the problem is, the, the, watch it. Next week, we'll we'll throw a topic out there, or I'll just stupidly throw a topic out there, mm. and we'll get tons of responses for it, and it'll all be responses for what we're talking about. Yeah. And so then it would have to be at the end. Mm-hmm. But then the week after that, we won't get any at yeah. all. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Just, I can't. We can't win. Yeah. We can't win. Can't sir. win for losing. We can't. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah. I've oh. heard it said. Yeah, so uh, speaking of plugging things, mm-hmm. we got one more thing to plug here. I'll well, well, let's get to the main plugging. If you want to contact us, uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 614-364-4088, or there's a Twitter feed, twitter.com forward slash goodbaggeeky, or you can just uh, reply to us at goodbaggeeky. Um, you can email us at goodbaggeeky at gmail.com, or Joe, what else can you do? Oh, you can yawn. Um, or you can use the contact us <laughs> link at gbgpodcast.com. You can also check us out or interact with us via our Facebook fan page. And don't forget to check out our bathroom sessions on YouTube. Just type in keyword GBG bathroom sessions. Stop by, rate the videos, and leave comments. You can yes. favorite them, too. Yes, you can. You can favorite comments. And you can favor the... Or not favorite. Favor the videos. God. Yes, you can favor the videos. Mm-hmm. Uh which are pretty cool. And they, and if you have Facebook and you have it linked up to your YouTube page, it will like favorite on there so you can get the word out about the bathroom sessions. Yeah. But uh, also this weekend, I will be at the Mid-Ohio Comic Con whoring my shit out. And uh, <laughs> I will... And I would have been there too, but I forgot. <laughs> and made plans. God, John. So, I, I, so I, I did, apologize. I, I'm, I'm pulling for Florida. I'm so pulling for I, I know you probably won't either but I'm pulling for Florida dude I, it'll be fun man I, I'll be fun I know it would be well you should do it just do it <laughs> just you know like it's it, like March beginning of March it's like six months away oh don't pull don't pull that fucking Nathan Haley shit on me don't four months away don't don't do that shit three months Nathan no, Haley does that all the time I love Nathan but he does that six months yeah. he's like I can't plan six months in ahead what the fuck not? <laughs> I'm just saying. But Nathan, yeah. no, Nathan does that always. Like, like he doesn't do it too much anymore. But like, you would ask him, like, in yeah, a week, yeah, yeah. what are you doing next week? I don't know. It's like a week away. Yeah. How old are you now? <laughs> but you're also married, so I understand that stuff. You you have a, another decision to incorporate, in right, that. right? So I, I understand that. But I'm just saying, you know, you should. Totally... Granted, if I went, she probably wouldn't go. But really. She'd She'd be probably, like a, she probably wouldn't. Just oh, that's sad. That sucks. But I'm just saying, well, because well, my initial well, the other thing because yeah. honestly, for the three days that we would be in there, mm-hmm. I don't know what she would do. <laughs> you know, true. well, that's true. She can sit at the fat Palacio Hollywood Estate like pool. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't know. I was, or Disney World or whatever, and then the yeah. rest. She, I don't. Know. I have no idea. I, I would be, tra- but hey, if that would be guys' weekend or something, hell, mm-hmm. hell's to the yeah. But um, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll keep pulling for that. I I would like to see John and JT walk around when you ukuleles together. I, I swear to God, that'd be funny. 
Um, and JT, for those who don't know, do the gig cast, the gigcast dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, plugging our stuff. Everybody else's stuff. Oh, Mid Ohio Con. Sorry, Mid Ohio Con. I didn't really say what con I was going. I was going to be at mm-hmm. Mid Ohio Con table CO five or CCO five or C something O five. It's CO five. Just remember that you'll be gotcha. good. <laughs> and uh, I'll be whoring my shit out. So come talk to me there. It'll be fun. And that's pretty much it. All right. All right. Well. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. That was a lame outro, but uh, that's what you got. All right, bye. See ya. Yay! Like, you know what I got for Christmas? is a, a lighter and a pack of smokes. <laughs> and I said, damn it, Jim. It's like, you're going to smoke these for Christmas, and that's all you get, damn yeah. it. yeah. Okay, now that line was actually from the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was that was good. I, I just like Joe McHale because it's like you're watching the soup all the time when he talks. That's all I can think of is or his little jokes and one-liners from the soup. The soup. Yeah. I love well, show. he's supposed to be in the Informant with Matt Damon. Really? Yeah, he's one of the FBI. They they said uh, him and uh, him and Scott Bakula uh-huh. and a few other actors steal the movie, but. Yeah. They also said that people, they're selling it too much like a comedy, or like he's sort of like an income poop, and they said Matt Damon's actually quite devious. Yeah. So if you, if we see the movie, to go with, that yeah. they might have oversold the comedy yeah, a bit. I definitely want to see it. I do too. I want to. I'm, I'm a big fan of Matt Damon anyway, but. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, no, I, you know what? I love Matt Damon, and you know what? I love Ben Affleck too. I am one of the few people that enjoy, <laughs> okay. Reindeer Games was a horrible movie. Let's <laughs> yeah. be fair. Yeah. But like, uh, what that movie Hollywoodland that was on HBO late one night and I watched oh, it. With he, uh, Adrian Brody. It's yeah. where he plays the guy who played George, uh, the original Superman yeah. TV show. Yeah, yeah. He was really good in that. Yeah. Like I was surprised. Good. And then mm-hmm. like Good Will Hunting, he was great in chasing sure, me. Sure. Sure. I out. I like him when he does this. I like. I like when Kevin Smith goes outside his norm. Well, not with. Uh, Smoking actual pot, but you know, no, I, I never understood that. Yeah, the dude very openly never really smoked pot a lot, or at all. Yeah, when he was making all the Jay and Silent Bob movies, and now and then he did Zach and Mary, and then Seth Rogen got him hooked on pot, <laughs> and now that's all he does is smoke pot pretty much. Uh-huh. I just, I, I uh-huh. just, I don't know. Like I don't smoke weed. Uh huh. I'll openly admit this: I don't smoke weed, but. I just that makes me lose respect for the man a little yeah. bit. I, I hate to say, it. I'm not talking about like an occasional person. Like I make fun of Jimmy. I used to make fun of Jimmy all the time because you know hippies smoke weed, and <laughs> it's a running joke between me and him. Is I hate hippies. And it's not a lie. They don't bathe. Yeah. And you know, and there's also the Futurama thing. Take a bath, you stinking hippie, smoking your ganja weed. <laughs> you know. So that I make fun of him for that. Sure. But in all, in all honesty. I don't really think of him as a hippie, but at the same time, if that's all you fucking do is sleep, eat, fuck your wife, and smoke pot, and openly protest that on your Twitter, yeah, that just, I don't know, like, it, it just made me, the dude shits on himself all the time, but I'm just like, you know what, you, you, you like, have made a fan's dream come true, why have you now, right. like, this is what you break out of, and like, you help Jason Muse out of drug addiction too, yeah. Like, that's the thing that just kills me. And, and the thing is, of course, they could also say, well, Jason Mewes does pot, but not, like, you know, hair, the hardcore shit anymore. Yeah. But it's like, 
Oh, come on, people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're getting into this weird thing of I don't like pot, but that's me. Yeah. Let's see what else was on. Office, you, office was good. Office for, was great. You know, all the little... Um, Parlay. Yeah. Hey, you know what? What? Stanley is cheating on Terry with a younger woman. <laughs> I know that, Michael. Who told you? Did you know before me? I don't appreciate not knowing. <laughs> No, Michael, you told me that already. You know what? You need to stop right now before you ruin that man's life. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, shit. And then he stops him. Oh, that's just so, <laughs> that was just so, so funny. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm so happy that you're eating food again. I know. I am too. <laughs> that was great. Oh, man. Oh, and the Andy thing thinking he's gay. Yep. Which I've heard that's going to be a subplot for the rest of the season. Yeah. Like maybe him and Oscar hook up. The whole um, hypothetical situation that he was talking say about. Say Brad Pitt leans in and kisses you, <laughs> and yet you don't move He's away. He's digging himself a hole. He does as much like bigger and bigger. Well, see, I like Andy though. And I do too. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want. Oh, I'm sorry. I was rooting for him in the whole uh, Dwight. Like I like Dwight, but I was rooting for him in the whole Angela thing. Yeah, triangle. I don't want him. I still want to root for him <laughs> as as a guy who digs chicks. Yeah. Like, we already have the gay guy. We have Oscar. Yeah. Like, make Kevin gay. Oh, that, is a, that actually was my favorite line in the whole thing. My my favorite one's like, you know, I could tell that she her boob size had went up two whole sizes, and she wasn't wearing the same kind. Yeah. And Jim, like, pulls Pam closer. <laughs> yeah. Awkward looks. It's like, I'm very glad. Are you glad we didn't tell anybody for this long? I'm very glad we didn't tell anybody this long. Just, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else? It's all Fringe. Fringe was good. Mm-hmm. Um, just watch it. That's all I'll say. And then, um, I saw a Snake Eat a Mouse. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I made that up. <laughs> Cause I, yeah, I finished my Cameron Crow kick. Cause remember last week I said, I, yeah, I finished my Cameron Crow kick. How's that? Crick. I, I finished it. It was quite good. Say Anything was the final film in the repertoire, repertoire, repertoire. Mm-hmm. It's repertoire or repertoire? Repertoire. I was right the first time. Could be. All right. Yeah, repertoire. I, cause I watched Vanilla Repertoire. Sky. Repertoire. <laughs> yeah, cause I watched Almost Famous, Jerry Maguire, and I popped in Vanilla Sky, and then I finished it off with Say Anything. Mm. I don't... I've not seen singles. Well, no, that's not true. I watched singles, and I thought it was stupid. Yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, oh shit. you know what? I've not finished, because I don't have Elizabeth Town, and I liked Elizabeth Town, so mm. I now actually need to buy Elizabeth Town and watch it, just for the sole sake of going, I fucking finished this movie. <laughs> and, uh... I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. (laughs) We'll talk to you later. Bye.
Marie! Go away! We're having a good time again, you son of cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place! What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what song is that?